Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Third down in about a yard and a half. Extra men on the rush. This one floated, caught by Chase, and he is gone. Touchdown Cincinnati as he takes it into the end zone. And then to wrap things up, Evan McPherson will try to end it from 48 yards away. He got it. And this game is over. What a night. That That was great. What a night. That was wonderful. I loved it. Awesome. Yeah. I went to sleep at halftime just leaving it out to the universe at Tide, you know? I thought yeah. they were playing awesome. I was impressed. Yeah. I, I bailed about 1040. The beginning of the was. game, I was so mad because I'm like, Renny, we're just going to run it the whole time. And then they, you know, really let him loose. Well, and then he ended up going, what, like 32 or 37 for 350 yeah, yards or something crazy yeah. like that. They said yeah, that I, and I awesome. think that this was the t- statistic was like, it was like the first NFL quarterback to start with throwing 300 yards and 80% completion of passes or something. Like, awesome. It was like a huge statistic All like right. that. How do you feel about that, Jake Brown? Feels good. We definitely had to earn it. We needed even some overtime to get it done. Thought we played a complete game on offense. Defense came up with the stops we needed, played well. It's been a long time since I won a game, so it feels good. <laughs> I think just having a week under my belt was huge. Jen made the observation in the Facebook Live video this morning that he sounds a little like Joe Burrow, Jake Brown. Well, I, in the press conference more, that was on the field right after the game. I, yeah. You know, when he's sitting down and he's talking, you know, Joe just kind of has this way that he talks. And I, I, he just sounds so much like him. The two JBs. It was really nice to see the passion from everyone and how excited everybody was. And I want to let you know, I watched a clip afterwards that Ted Caracas calls him downtown Jake Brown. Oh boy. There you go. I am here for the nickname kid. (laughs) (laughs) That's really great though. Downtown Jake Brown. We got one of the uh, Jackson local Jacksonville TV stations uh, on here in the studio this morning just to kind of get uh, a sense of what they're feeling. And uh, they're all real concerned down there about Trevor Lawrence. Being- yeah, I was telling you, I read this morning that they said that the official ruling is, is that he has a sprained ankle, but he is going to get an MRI today to just kind of rule out any of the damages, like if he tore something or anything else. Mm-hmm. We have felt that kind of oh, for sure. stress, anxiety. We still do yeah. every time Joe walks out with his massive cast on his arm. Yeah, we can relate. <laughs> All right, we have a lot to get you caught up on this morning. First E-News of the day coming up. Ed Helms and Jennifer Garner are taking some heat for a scene in their new Netflix special. We'll tell you what it is. Also, Kim Kardashian has a new television show coming. And John Lennon's final words. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
Jenda's an extra. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I wear blue jeans. I wear them every day. I think, uh... You know, you do most of the time, Fritchie. Tim I wear does. them every day unless I'm having like a one leggings day a month where I'm, I'm just phoning it in on the dress. I think it's been seven, eight years. I've Have you tr- ever worn jeans? That you've worn jeans? Oh, yeah, I haven't worn them Not in even forever. like jeggings? No. Yeah. I've been no. trying to work in different things, so I'm not always wearing jeans. I think I'm done with jeans for a while. What are yeah. you wearing? Jeans. Leggings. Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sweatpants? <laughs> well, you know, it's... It's great. It's I don't want to be making decisions at 4.30 in the morning. I just want to put on and go. I'll give you a little life hack on that. Lay your clothes out the night before. I do. <laughs> I do. I, I do, too. I have to do that. If I don't do that. Do you do that, Jeff? Oh, we, God. The three of us do. Sometimes I do, but because I, I already know, like, if you open up my closet, I got, like, oh, you're six, in the you know, five or six. Yeah, and everything's yeah. kind of lined up. So all I got to mm-hmm. do is just, uh, let's see, grab from the left. And then refile <laughs> on the right. I'll tell you what, though. Jen gave uh, Tim and I these cards by Jacob's uh, Holiday Sweatshirts. And I've been managing to wear that at least two, three times a week for our, <laughs> for our holiday Mine's videos. in the laundry. Otherwise, I'd have it on. Yeah. Oh, God. Do you need a second one? So when one's dirty, you've got maybe. one to wear. Got to get in the rotation, like Jeff said. I think the thing that I like about jeans, aside from the fact that they're really comfortable, is they're nice and durable. Yeah. You know? yeah. And when they get a hole or something, you're like, no! That's right. Money talks. Great passion. You don't sing and dance and don't walk. I do love wearing jeans. As long as I can have you here with me. Jeans and I kind of am. James Free Jewelers Bling in a Box is back, hiding boxes all over the tri-state. You can win your share of $10,000 James Free Jewelry. The biggest gift card that you can score is $3,000. So exciting when a box gets found. Good morning, Letha. How are you? Good morning. Great. How are you? Doing fantastic. I heard you found something. I did. You did. All right. Hold on one second. I threw my clues on the floor. I'm going to pick them up and read them. (laughs) so i'm gonna review the clues for the box that you found and then you can tell us where you found it okay okay all right a tiny little bush this box calls home i see christmas but not one gnome this great holiday there is a reason and you know it is still football season which part of town should you be looking plenty of shopping and lots of cooking close to a sidewalk with quite a view happy holidays and god bless you Drive your car, put it in park. You'll want a light if it's dark. Sparkle and shine is what you need. Sometimes you sing, sometimes you read. All right, Letha, where'd you find it? It was in Hyde Park, uh, close to the intersection of Observatory and Michigan. That's right. Really close. It's on more on Michigan than Observatory. And yes. looking at that big church right there. Oh, nice. That's got the huge peace sign, the peace sign <laughs> on the side of it, close to all the road construction right there. Observatory was the big clue there for me. Quite the view. Quite the view. That's, Observatory. That's when it hit, yes. Yep. <laughs> yep. I get it. Well done. So tell me, what is the number on the box? It is box number four. Box number four, Letha, this year is worth $500. Yay! Awesome. All right, cool. 
So go shop and have some fun. Send us a picture of what you buy, okay? Awesome. Thank you. You're so welcome. And we will have our first clue for the third box coming up here at 840 on James Free's Facebook page at 835. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Earlier, Ed Helms and Jennifer Garner are taking some heat for a scene in their new Netflix special. And Jen is here to tell you all about oh, it. Oh, yeah. Let me talk about this one. You want, um, you want me to take it? I'll take all, it. No, it's fine. So the new movie on Netflix is called Family Stitch. I keep seeing it pop up. Like, isn't it kind of like one of those where the kids change the bodies with the parents kind of thing? Yeah. And that's what Jennifer Garner does is she does body switching movies like. Yeah, Freaky Friday. That she was that in 13. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 13 going on 30. Right. Yeah. So the movie stars Ed Helms and Jennifer Garner. They're a married couple. They've got two kids. They've got a boy and a girl. Through some sort of holiday movie magic. Ed changes bodies with his son, and Jennifer changes bodies with her daughter. Yeah. So there is a scene where the brother and sister, who are pretending to be their parents, since they're occupying their bodies, are basically pressured by some other adults into kissing on the lips. And they're, so. the, the actors, Ed Helms and Jennifer Garner, are portraying this scene? Yes, okay. because but they are the... They're siblings... The the kids and their parents' movie, and so it's a brother and sister in their mother and father's movie, and they gotcha. they kiss. Okay. So, you know, of course, they're like, they're grossed out by it. Right. They gag their way through it. And yes. they only do it so nobody figures out what's going on. Well, some viewers are disgusted by this oh. and are calling it incest. So <sighs> Netflix is catching some heat over this movie. I see. It's yes. a movie. It's not real. It's just a story <laughs> to make you think and waste your time on the couch. Well, for what it's worth, my relatives used to make me kiss my baby sister when she when she first came home. Sure. For, as a photo op. kiss the baby. You know, all swaddle see? up and stuff. Kiss your yeah. little sister. Yeah. <laughs> That's your brand new baby sister. <laughs> Who was it? Wasn't it? Was it David Beckham? Or some there was a celebrity that got Tom some, Brady, yeah, Tom Brady, Tom Brady yeah. that got in trouble or flack for kissing their kids on the lips. Yeah, yeah it was Tom Brady. Yeah, I'm like, ah, I know. What, at what age is that unacceptable? My daughter kisses me on the lips all the time. Yeah. Uh, speaking of unacceptable, actress Millie Bobby Brown puts her Christmas decorations <laughs> up before Halloween. <laughs> oh, I like this about her. How early is too early to put up Christmas decorations before Halloween? Yeah, she's, I guess, is so one of the holidays. She puts hers up before Halloween because she says, that's where I thrive. She says her fiance, Jake Bon Jovi, who 
as you know, is John Bon Jovi's son. Sure. Is very much against that. Oh. Yeah. Love spat number one. But yeah, Millie says she lived her all-American dream at Thanksgiving this year with the Bon Jovis. And since she's British, the holiday traditions are kind of new for her. She says, I really went into it thinking, turkey, turkey, honest to God, how good can it be? But Jake's mom made the best roast turkey. Oh, so now, she's all, now she's all about Thanksgiving. Huh. <laughs> that's a, that's the, the right way to get to your mother-in-law's heart right there. Yeah, no kidding. Yep. No kidding. All right. Do we need another show starring Kim McCardashian? Yes, of course. Sure, why not? Just, I woke up this morning. That was my first thought. I don't think we have enough of those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's going to run with the acting thing. So it's not another reality story. I mean, she, she's gotten some good reviews for what she's doing on the current season of American Horror Story. Have so. you seen her on that? So I watched some of the clips. I usually wait for the whole season to be out, and then I watch it. But um, she did take a lot of acting classes. Oh. I do know that, that she did put in a little bit of the work. Okay. But, you know. Yeah. Most yeah. of the time, she does a good job just playing herself on movies. I mean, the Internet's not cr- crowded full of nasty, negative reviews about how bad her mm-hmm. acting is, is it? No. She's getting decent reviews. Yeah. She's getting good reviews. Well, I sure. think her uh, her law school learning was going to help with this well, next role, right? Yes, this is true. The creator of American Horror Story, Ryan Murphy, has just cast her in a new legal drama for Hulu. There you go. Don't have a title, but we know that Kim's going to play L.A.'s most successful divorce lawyer and the owner of an all-female law firm. Oh, nice. So she also recently booked a Netflix comedy film called The Fifth Wheel. Which is like so she's that. writing that and kind of producing that. Like that's her little baby project. Huh. And some of the writers and um, contributors to SNL are also a part of that project. So huh. a lot of people are like, hey, it could be pretty good. Huh. Who's the blonde actress who's in all the Jurassic Park movies? Oh, uh, Laura Dern? Yeah. She also played L.A.'s most successful divorce attorney on, I think it was that Netflix movie that starred Scarlett Johansson and uh, your Star Wars guy. What's his uh, name? Which the guy one? you like. I like that movie. He was just on SNL. Uh, Yeah, the the guy that plays... um, Ah! He also played the... In the movie where he was Gucci. What's his his name? Adam Diver. Adam Driver. Adam Driver, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love that we know all of his details, but we have no idea what his name is. It was called Marriage Story. Yeah, but I feel like that was based on a real character because there is a woman in L.A. and her name escapes me who's sort of considered like the best divorce attorney. It's Gloria... um, Gloria Allred? Yeah. Or is it someone else, though? I'm thinking... Is there a Steinem or something? Gloria Steinem is the feminist. Um, uh, it it doesn't matter, but anyway, I th- I think it was based on a real character, and I just uh, I thought it was really interesting getting a kind of glimpse into that because it just felt so real. I mean, that was why so many people loved that movie. We was because it just got so close to the bone, and it, it right. was just so well done. Right. It's Laura it Wasser. That's her name. Right. Yes, that's, that's her name. the one. Yes. Yes. Now you know. Sorry, I had to get that out of my system. Well, good. Just every now and then I get a little stuck. I get stuck on something and I can't get off it. So this debate rages on Die Hard Christmas movie, yes or no? No. Yeah, it's just because it always seems to run around Christmas. So now I kind of associate it with that. Right. So in a new poll, only 26% say it is, 50% say no, and 23% say they're not sure. 
Just to remind you, Bruce Willis says it is not a Christmas movie. In his Comedy Central roast in 2018, he said, it's a G.D. Bruce Willis movie, so yippee-ki-yay to all you mother effers. Yeah. Well, when I first saw the movie, I didn't think it was. But then when they started running it every Christmas holiday season, it just sort of became it. Well, here's the litmus test, okay? Answer these questions. Does watching the film at any other time of year feel weird? No. If no, then it's not a Christmas movie. No, that's correct. If you take Christmas out of the movie, does it still make sense? If yes, then it's not a Christmas movie. Yes. So So here are the other debatable Christmas movies. Mm. Gremlins. Mean Girls. Oh, what? Yes, Mean Girls is not a Christmas movie. Rent. No. Batman Returns. Also not a Christmas movie. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Edward Scissorhands, Iron Man 3, and Catch Me If You Can. Oh, Catch Me If You Can. That was a good movie. Not a Christmas movie, but a yeah, great movie. Yeah, like what? Forgot no. how fun that movie Just was. Just because the movie has a Christmas scene in it, it doesn't make it a Christmas movie. No? Yeah, you no. sure? Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> also, if it's not going to run during a holiday marathon, it's not a Christmas movie. All right, so I'm going to play a clip of songs. Three songs. Tell me, what do they all have in common? Okay. So tonight I'm gonna party like it's 'll have uh, lots of synthesizers in them <laughs> uh, that's probably true mm-hmm. uh, but that's not what we're looking for okay these are songs that had 100 to 120 beats per minute which is the speed chest compression should be performed oh. and performing CPR okay so those are perfect to perform hands only CPR to that's a good one and <laughs> humming or singing Certain songs like those three, those are just three examples, can help you stay on beat. Okay. Well, I mean, there are others. Uh, Taylor Swift's You're Losing Me, Beyonce's Virgo's Groove have recently been added to the list. The American Heart Association's got a bunch of them. I just played you the top three. About wow. Damn Time by Lizzo, that's another one. Oh, yeah. That'd work. Dance the Night by Dua Lipa. Is that the one that Chris oh. always sings? Uh, no. I don't know the name of that. Oh. Chris sings, if you don't want to leave me. <laughs> yeah, he likes all the Dua Lipa songs. Don't walk up. That one. Yeah, Respect by Aretha Franklin. That's kind of universal, cross-generational. Yeah, that's a good one. Just a Girl by No Doubt. All-Star by Smash Mouth. And, of course, Staying Alive by the Bee Gees. Hmm. Now, there is a holiday CPR playlist, if you're curious. Oh, so in case, you know, somebody goes down this time of year. Yes. Uh, Let It Snow by Gwen Stefani, who is... Jen's favorite artist. Correct. <laughs> She's up there. Uh, Winter Wonderland by Tony Bennett. Marshmallow World by Dean Martin. I don't know if I'm familiar with that one. Marshmallow World in the winter. Oh, okay. When the snow comes up. Yeah. Jingle Bell Rock by Bobby Helms. And Last Christmas. Last Christmas gave you my heart. That's that not one. one of my faves. Speaking of Christmas music, music history was made this week when Brenda Lee's classic song, Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree. Did you know that that song 
just hit number one for the very first time ever. And that song was released 65 years ago. It took 65 years for that song to finally make it to number one. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Darren is in need of a second date update this morning, and we're going to try to help him out. Hey, Darren. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, happy to do it. So take us from the beginning. How did you meet Holly, and how did the first date go? We'll go from there. So I met Holly at this Taylor Swift concert. Very nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, Swifties are crazy. What a show. (laughs) It was fun, though, man. That was a fun weekend. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was super fun. I took my 15-year-old sister. That was going to be my question is, why were you there? sweet. (laughs) Yeah, my little sister wanted to go, so I took her, you know, doing the big brother thing, right? Good guy, right? Very much so a good guy. And listen, I'll admit it, it was an awesome show. It was great. And my sister was super excited, and that was fun to watch. So before the show, when everybody was, like, hanging out by the banks we were walking around and she was trading the friendship bracelets. Mm-hmm. And I was just kind of tagging along and watching everything when I met her. Uh-huh. She was there with her sister, right? And they were partying, having a ball. And I'm super jealous because I'm staying sober. You know, I have to drive and all that good oh, stuff. Oh, right. Yeah, they're with the underage. Uh, yeah. I got to be the adult in the room. But she was all impressed. She was what? Impressed. You know, I'm bringing my little sister to the show. Mm-hmm. And after talking for a couple of minutes, she put her number on my phone and told me to call her. So I did. And we met up for dinner. And I thought everything went really great. We talked about a ton of different things and had a ton in common. And she laughed a lot. I felt like I gave a good performance in every way. I mean, there was chemistry flowing. And she was into me. I could tell. I even joke with her. You know, I'm a guy who takes his baby sister to Taylor Swift concerts, not a guy who puts out on the first date. <laughs> so that was hilarious. Okay. Yeah, she thought it was hilarious, too. And um, even asked if I put out on the second. I told her, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you being all coy. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> Tease. You tease. But she seemed like she was into it? Totally, man. She was all into it. Could feel the vibes. It was natural. It just felt right. Hmm. So after dinner, I, I walked her to her car and kissed her goodnight. But since then, I've called her a couple times and I sent her a few texts, but she's not getting back to me. Hmm. And I have no clue what happened. Yeah. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping like you guys could, could help out with that. Now, she's not on a break with some guy right now is she like is there was there a boyfriend in the picture that she mentioned or an ex or someone that maybe she's on a break with and then went back with after her date with you or do you know for a fact she's totally single yeah she told me she was single ready to mingle i was like me too you know Mm -hmm. let me ask you this this during the date did you show any sort of 
appreciation or interest or love for John Mayer. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big N-O. Just checking. Yes, and it's actually... Who was the other one that was Jake worse? Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake, yes. I was going to say, Jake Gyllenhaal He's probably is the, the worst most hated. because Taylor's the one that said lay off of John Mayer, but we had several... Jake anti Jake Gyllenhaal T-shirts at our show we went to. That's so funny, <laughs> including a picture of just Jake Gyllenhaal with a giant red X going through it. That's so One funny. of the T-shirts, so funny. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. All right, why don't we take a break? When we come back, we'll call Holly and see what she thought of Darren and her date with him. Coming up, the second date update continues here on Cincinnati's Q102. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. at the Taylor Swift, well, I guess it was Swift and Addy. It was Taygate, right? Because it was before it was before the Taylor Swift show. Darren had taken his 15-year-old sister to the show, and you remember what a crazy weekend that was down in the banks, and there were a lot of connections made that weekend, including Darren and Holly. Numbers were exchanged, had a nice dinner, tries to set up a second date. She's not returning his calls or texts, and here we are. I don't know if there's anything else important. I mean, I know I kind of glossed over that, but are there any major details that you think we need to include here, Darren, before we make the call? Anything we missed? No, that's pretty spot on. What were you wearing? What era were you dressed as? Oh, good question. Do you even know? (laughs) (laughs) Were you in the red era? Era? Mm. Which one is the the, was the sluttiest outfit out of all of them? Probably Reputation, I would say. Yeah, that was the sexiest. Outfit. My favorite were the people that looked like they were in the Robin Hood movie. Yeah, that was like folklore, folklore. slash Evergreen or Evermore. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, just, I came pretty basic. You know, I, I really didn't know the themes or anything. I just bought my sister I had like a plain black tee and some jeans, just regular study, looking good. Easy breezy. Cool. All right, let's call Holly. Hi, can we speak to Holly, please? Yeah, this is Holly. It's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you? Jeff and Jen? From the radio show. Yeah. We're so excited to talk to you. Hey, girl. How are you? Hi. I'm good. What's up? Is What's this weird hearing from us? Yes. <laughs> a little bit. Nice. <laughs> you got a few minutes? Sure. Guess who we talked to a little bit ago? Mm. Oh, no. Who? (laughs) (laughs) We talked to Darren, who you met at Taygate. Are you kidding me? That, oh, he called you? He did. Well, he tried to call you, but you're not responding. Yeah, because he's a total scuzzo. What? I, uh, I, I That's worse. Scuzzo. Scuzzo. Hold oh on, I'm God. writing this down. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he a scuzzo? Okay, well, I thought he was super sweet taking his little sister to a Taylor Swift concert, because that is a sweet thing. Right. But he totally had me. I completely bought in and was thinking how awesome he was, how sweet of a gesture it was bringing his little sister, but... 
No, not the case. So get this. After our date, I was talking to a group of my friends, and of course they asked to see a picture of him. So I showed a picture, and his sister, guess what? Not his 15-year-old sister. That's his 19-year-old girlfriend who offered to pose as his little sister so he could meet women at the Taylor Swift show. How lame. And apparently... Yeah, get this, no. And apparently, he collected up to 25 numbers down there. Like, How over do you 25. Know whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The woman he was with is not his sister, is not 15. You said she's 19. Did you say that she was his girlfriend helping him get other girlfriends? Or just female friends? His girlfriend. Like, yes. friend who was a girl. It was his, no, it was, a, from what I know, it was his girlfriend so he could get more women, other women's numbers. I have no idea. It's so bizarre. But he was really working it. I went on a date with him. Was she there? He feels <laughs> his girlfriend on the date? Yeah. No. Huh. I thought that was his little sister. <laughs> no, so... I know, but I, I'm so lost and confused. <laughs> where did yeah. you and gain you know this, this information? <laughs> Who told you this? Yeah. Was, was it on a from? Facebook group? Oh. I mean, how do you think I feel? There was... The group of women I was talking to, there was another girl in the group who he had also gotten their number and tried to go on a date with. And then everyone just kept putting this information together. Oh, my God. Okay, this is interesting because he was a little braggadocious about the fact that he took his 15-year-old sister to the show like he was hero big brother. Right, right, right. But what a scam. I mean, seriously, yeah, that's kind of, you know, you got to, re- you know, you got to respect the game. I mean, that's a where if you're going to go, if you're going to go fishing, right, the Taylor Swift concert was a huge pond. Yeah. You know, just so that to was just his friend yeah, what a- posing as his hold on. That's his friend posing as his sister so that he could meet girls. Friend or girlfriend, because I'm thinking what's in it for her? Yeah, yeah. And, and if she is the girlfriend, what it's, kind of situationship like, do they do have? Do you mean girlfriend, girlfriend, you mean or like just female, female friend? friend. No, they mean they're dating. No. That's true, what she said. True. They're dating. I don't, I don't know the super specifics, but either way, it was a girl that was his friend, girlfriend, not sure. He's a total liar. It's all very creepy to me. And, I mean, what does he expect to go on a date with a woman and then eventually realize that he actually doesn't have a sister? Like, how weird. It's weird. Like, eventually that lie's going to catch up. Oh, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad it happened on our show because we have him on the line and we have some follow-up questions, Darren. Yes, we do, Darren. Are you a shice? What did she say? Are you a scuzzo, Darren? (laughs) Darren. Darren. Did he hang up? I I got him locked in. (laughs) Hello. He really didn't like being called a scuzzo. (laughs) I guess. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Man. He's gone, I, you man. Know, he got busted. He's I got to tell you. I have always, and that was something I would always think when I would be at like a New Kids on the Block concert. I would be like, if there were a single man, if there were, if there are single men between the ages of 35 to 54 that are looking to meet women, this, is this place would be, be a place to come. Well, I will tell you, when we were at the Filson, Molly and I were hanging out at the Filson before the show. There was one group of, I would say, probably 25-year-old dudes Mm -hmm. that were together. 
that I mean, they were just like bros hanging out with Taylor Swift shirts on and like the short shorts. Like they used to go to Molar short shorts. Were they family? No, I don't think they were in the family. I think they were literally going just to meet chicks. And they were like kind of bromancing the fact that they were all bonding over the songs that were playing over the loudspeaker and stuff. It was kind of so interesting. Funny. Yeah. Let's find yeah. some chicks. Yeah. <laughs> um, so shake great. it off. <laughs> <laughs> I love wow. It. I would have loved to have heard the conversation, though, when it was revealed to you that you weren't the only one. I bet that oh was a real God. treat. Yeah, to be a what fly What a do show, though. Good night. Damn. Mm. I was right. shocked. And, and I, I was, love that he's, like, out. trying not to get caught by calling us. Right. <laughs> right. I, take, well, I take my little sister to Taylor Swift concerts I don't put out on the first date. I mean, how cool am I? <laughs> <laughs> Did you see my eyes rolling on that? Yeah. I was trying yeah. to I save up because I got another date right after with oh another girl. God. What a douche. All right. Yeah. Nuts, man. You dodged it here. Yep. yep. Definitely dodged it. I wasn't going to go on a second date anyways. Was never going to pick up another call of his, but it's all good. Well, we appreciate wow. you picking up our call. Yes, thank you. That was a great story. <laughs> I'll pick up your call anytime. Oh, uh, we appreciate that. We're sorry that that happened to you, but it sounds like you're going to land on your feet just fine. Yep. It'll all be okay. It'll all be okay. Thanks for coming on Second Date Update. Thank you. And best of luck to you. <laughs> all right. Have a good day. <laughs> you too. All right. If you need any help with a Second Date Update, just send us an email, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Do you know what a golden retriever man is? A golden retriever man, yes. I can guess. And do you know one or oh. two? Also, what happens to you when a coworker coughs? We were just having an off-air conversation about that a little bit ago, and we'll get into it. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. What happens to you when a coworker coughs? I freak out. <laughs> but he cover their mouths. That's right. Don't get too close. And you're about to learn what a golden retriever man is. Although you can probably figure it out. If you know a golden retriever. Yes. Yeah. It is Tuesday, the 5th of December of 2023. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. All right, there is a new dating term that's picking up steam, and it comes from single women who are looking for a guy who's, well, let's break it down. You got you got women who are looking for a guy who's attractive, and then you got others who want someone funny, mm -hmm. uh, maybe someone else with a certain career. I just remember when uh, our friend Lynette, was talking about oh, yeah. uh, her husband Rob and how she, when she was a little girl, she said she always wanted to be with someone who was in aviation because right. her dad was a pilot. There's a lot of women out there that have MSRs. MSRs. Minimum salary requirements. Oh, that's right. I yes. forgot about that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Jen Jordan, she has an MSR. <laughs> <laughs> and it keeps going up every year. That's She's, not true. No? She recognizes no. it. No. <laughs> oh, excuse me, I'm going to cough. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, others want someone who's more family-focused, 
And then others want what's known as a golden retriever man. And that's the new dating term that's picking up steam. Golden retriever man. That is. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm guessing. That is a guy who very much like the breed of dog is sweet. uh, Agreeable. Oh, very agreeable. Very eager to please. Very follows orders. <laughs> yes. It just wants to please you. It and just, just loves you. Just yes. loves, loves, loves you. Just desperately wants your approval. Yeah. I've only met one golden retriever. It sent the entire family to the hospital for bites and was put down. Uh, like the dog? Is that an odd golden retriever? Is that yeah. out of the ordinary? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's very, an anomaly. Yes. Now, Urban Dictionary defines this type of guy as a significant other that is pretty agreeable and makes it fairly simple to maintain a happy and even fulfilling relationship. Mm -hmm. Who doesn't want that? I mean, who wouldn't want a golden retriever guy? Well, Well, then maybe that's what you want. See, some women know they want want to fight about it. They shed like crazy. Yeah, that have a little bit more... I don't know if I want to say backbone, but somebody who, you know, pushes back, doesn't let her just completely run the show. Steamroll here. Some women want that alpha male that's going to take charge. and To a point, though, to right? To a point, right. You want to feel like there's we're some also, give and take. We're also there. different. It's yeah. hard to, to pigeonhole women. In <laughs> anyway. Well, a lot of women like the Golden Retriever because... You know, you are sort of in control in that situation. I mean, he's he's a sweet guy who just wants to be loved, and so he's constantly trying to please you. And it may go beyond just you. He may be that way with ev- with most mm-hmm. of the people in his life. Yeah, uh, It's unclear what made the term go viral, but this could have something to do with it. Some say the term applies to Taylor Swift's new boyfriend, Travis Kelsey. <laughs> he's a golden retriever. Yes, he just wants her to be happy. He went and bought her peppermint ice cream. I mean, that's a nice thing to do. Huh. You might not think so if you're staring him face down on the field, but you know, if you're in a relationship with him, who well, knows? See, that's when he takes out his aggressions is when he's on the field. Mm. Right. But, it, you know, when he's, like, at home with her, just the two of them, he definitely takes care of his lady. Yes. Uh, others that seem to fit that bill include Sean Mendez, Tom Holland, uh, and it's oh, it's you know it's not necessarily a derogatory slant. I mean, no, it's no. you know if that's what you're looking for, in many then circles, it's a compliment. That's a good thing. It's a, yeah, we all want a no. We don't. No, we don't all. <laughs> we don't all want anything. But a nice guy is nice. You know. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing out of that. Like, who doesn't want someone? I mean, I don't want them to be maybe a golden retriever all the time because there's so many times that I'm like, I'm not making choices. I don't want to do you. You just handle it i don't care yeah and you need that in a partner sometimes but also like who doesn't want someone that's nice to them and wants to do nice things for you there are a lot of nice there are a lot of nice guys they just don't take it to the extreme of the so-called golden retriever because golden retrievers in comparison to many other breeds of dogs are kind of on a next level (laughs) it's that guy that knows he's dating up you know, oh, yeah. and he doesn't want to screw it up. It's the kind of nerdy guy that's dating the supermodel and <laughs> knows that he should probably be on his best behavior at all times. Yeah, who's the guy currently <laughs> married to Rebecca Romaine? Uh, oh. Jerry. Uh, or, oh, the guy in the talk. Yeah. 
I can't think. Uh, Jerry O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell. Yeah, he kind of strikes me. I was as trying. A, to, I could see his face, but I forgot his name. Based on exactly. your example. Yeah. 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 All right. How many times a day, since we're going to seg here to pets, how many times a day do you worry about oh, your pets? Oh, God. I had one at the vet yesterday. Maybelline, oh, I know. Maybelline, she's my little spicy one, too. Maybelline I, was limping? She was limping. It was her hind left leg, and she's got a situation going on with her knee. So she is sequestered now and not happy about was it. Was that her jumping off stuff, maybe? Uh, she, she could have injured it mm. in some way of jumping down or, you know, who knows? There's a million different things that I don't really worry much about my dog. Am well, I give it time. To? Give it time. <laughs> Give it, you're a new mom. I mean, that's. I think that's the thing. Is it's like when you when you're a yeah. new pet owner, you don't really realize all of the things that can go that sideways. You have to worry about. So you Aww. don't worry about yeah. it. You just love them. You just love them, and then don't pay that close of attention. But once you've had them for a while oh. and experienced some really weird sicknesses or things happening, then forget about it. This just happened to us. So we took her and had her groomed. Um, she doesn't really get like groomed because she's still a puppy, so she gets like shaped. She has I guess, spa days or whatever mm-hmm. it is, yeah. And when she came home, she kept like licking her butthole, and then she would like walk and sit down real fast, and then she would walk and sit down real fast. Oh. And she did it for like two days. And so I told Scott, I'm like, dude, you got to take her to the vet. Like she doesn't act. Her like anal this. glands may need something expressed. was going on. No, she had already had her <laughs> anal expressed. So what happened is they think she might have gotten a little bit of like razor burn oh, or like. Sure. She didn't like the feel of having the bare butt. And yeah, that's so what yeah. they, did they give you some sitting. lotion to put on it? They gave us a, um, a spray. A spray. There you go. Right. So back to my original question. Yes. How many times a day do you worry about your pets? A lot. Uh, latest poll found the average is three times a day. You so, have nine, so you're probably... You, ten if yeah, you include seven, Or so, That's right, so even more than that. Yeah, 30 times a day. Are you now, the typical pet else? owner goes into Very pet busy. panic mode six times a month. So that would be every five days. And most of the stuff we worry about, it doesn't end up being that serious. The top pet panic causes are unexpected puking, sending them, oh. seeing them fall off of a chair or something high up. Mm-hmm. Like when your dog slips its leash and your cat tries to run out the door. Yep. Other causes include they don't want to eat. They don't come when you call their name. They're not as playful as usual. Can't find them. That's what, that'll get me going when a cat is not, because they all come welcome me. That's right. When I get home. And if one doesn't come out, I'm like, oh. If one of them is like kind of sleeping and Where? blowing you off and it's unusual. Mm-hmm. Right. My main concern with uh, my dogs that I think about multiple times a day is I hope Chris got them to poop this morning. Otherwise, I might be walking into a treat. Uh, <laughs> poor Maybelline. A tootsie she, roll. Yeah, she was so freaked out yesterday in the crate. She peed and pooped in the crate Aww. on the way to the vet. On herself. Yeah, she's oh, scared. It was a mess. She doesn't like driving in the car. And, and just, you know, uh, drooling all over herself. It was awful. Yeah, so uh, one of the kids sent me a video of a woman sleeping and she's sound asleep, and outside her house is the sound of traffic, construction, gunfire. Oh, God. And then all of a sudden you hear a cat puking, and her eyes come open, and she jumps out of bed. <laughs> That's so true. Biggin puked the other day, and he's my 32-pound Maine Coon. Oh, my God. I'm just so glad that it happened on the flooring and not the carpet. Because it Ew, was like a massive mound. I would say 12, <laughs> probably 14 to 16 inches in diameter what? in one 
big, huge circle. What are you feeding that Oh, my thing? God. Well, it was very watery. So it was, oh. I think he had just finished drinking. But he, was it, it was like, like a, oh, I don't want to know. And then, you know, and then it, it's like, everybody stand back because yeah. everybody wants to go f- Do take they a all sniff try to eat it? And walk through it. And it's <laughs> like, Ew. stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Jen's running like a daycare. Oh it's like a daycare God. for cats. Let me tell you. Yeah, once you hear that. Signature oh cat it does. puking it'll, noise. It'll wake you up in the middle of the night. Yeah, you know what sure. that sounds like. Oh, God, yeah. The worst is when you hear it, but you can't locate it. Because mm-hmm. by the time you get up, they've darted somewhere else. Oh, no. Right. I have no idea. I had that happen once. And like two, three days later, oh, you found- I found it. <laughs> it was like on my sweatshirt that was sitting on a chair. Oh so nice. I'm like, I'm like, oh, well, that I found You're it. You're really selling this there pet owner thing over there, there for everybody. Oh, it's <laughs> worth it. It's worth it. I don't know. You know, I'd take a dozen more if I could. Yes. I would. Not being able to locate I the just vomit. Love them. I don't know if that's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> it'll show. Either the dog will eat it or it'll show up. <laughs> this is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Good. You remember the last compliment you received, whether for your work or, I don't know, your parenting, something mm. you did for your um, kids, your outfit? I mean, the last last time I had a compliment, I work in a drive-thru at Panera Bread, so they said I had a really nice voice, so I'll take it. Oh, I love that. Oh, there That's you nice. go. Oh, That's that is nice. So, uh, so my sister-in-law is a vet. But she lives in upstate New York, so I, I can't take Gracie to my sister-in-law. Unless my sister-in-law is in town, that I totally use that. Oh, I would, too. For God, any I little need question or whatever That's I That's who I need to date. But anyway, so, uh, yeah. but, but my my vet has the best <laughs> yeah. speaking voice. Like, really? she's so good over the phone. And she leaves these messages, and I will forward my sister-in-law those voicemails so that she can assess based on what the vet said. Is there anything that, you know, anything of note here? Like, what's your Monday morning quarterback thoughts on this? And yeah. She says, well, I will say she's got an excellent speaking voice and very pleasant to listen to on the phone. And it's absolutely true. That's awesome. That's funny. Yeah. Dr. Segal's great. That's we funny. love her. Well, let's try to score you $1,000. Yeah. This is so fun. <sighs> You'll have 30 seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with the letter of the day. Are you turning? Yes. Yes, she's at a left turn. She's waiting to make a left turn. I am. I'm getting ready to pull into a parking lot. Well, let's get you pulled in. How much time do you need to yeah. get pulled in and parked before we start here? Um, Not too much time. I mean, I don't know how long this flight is. Take your time. Here's my question, about. Jeanette. Do you have any questions for us that yeah. you've always wanted to ask? What do you want to know? Here's your chance. Um... No, I don't know. I'm just really nervous. Yeah, like, <laughs> She's not no, that interested you. in us. So we should maybe feedback. Do you have any feedback for us? There you go. Yeah. I'll I listen. Know. I listen to you guys every morning, every afternoon on my way home. I love listening to you guys. So I love that I you know. work the drive-thru at Panera because 
as I worked the drive-through growing up very, very often at Wendy's, and it was really my favorite position to work when I worked fast food. I'll tell you what else we really love: our orange scones. Mm-hmm. Do you sell out yes. of those? Do you sell out of those every day? Yes, we do. Yeah, those are. Yeah. I mean, do you bake them fresh every day? Do you bake them we there? We sure do. Okay, so they're baked there. So they, if we get there in the morning, we've got a good chance of getting them while they're still warm. Are they on DoorDash? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that question. they would be warm, but you do have a better chance of getting them if you come in the morning. Okay. Yeah. There you Which go. Panera are you at? I'm at the one in Cold Spring. Okay. Cold Spring, Very Kentucky. Cool. Yeah, okay. we'll head that way. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Sounds like okay, you're there. I'm parked. <laughs> okay, I'm she's parked. That's now. good. All right. All right, so I'm opening up your envelope, and you've got got the letter T. T. Oh, beautiful. Okay. As in takeout. There you go. I like it. Oh. I think something great is going to happen here. Oh, I believe <laughs> it. Now, I believe it. if you can't think of it right off the top of your head, just pass right away. Yep. We can always come back to it. You'll yep. answer more questions that way, I yep. think. I agree. I agree. So here we go. With the letter T, name something you do with your family. Half. A car. Tesla. A color. Pass. Something wet. Trees. A celebrity. Pass. An appetizer. Pass. Something chocolate. Turtles. Something cold. A store. TJ Maxx. A name. Oh, oh man. Um, yeah, you could have done that. Uh, you really could have. I was on a roll with you. Just a little quickly. Uh, car. Tesla's good. I just probably would have passed quicker, but you got it. Teal was what I came yeah, up with. Teal. A celebrity, I came up with Tom Hanks. Tina Fey. No, Tom yeah, or Tina Tim. Fangs. There's a million Toms and Tims. Right. I thought Turtles was good. Yeah, yeah. that was awesome. I struggled yeah. with that one. <laughs> Appetizer. Tuna tartare, girlfriend. <laughs> oh, right. I forgot about yes. that. Soto. Double T. <laughs> there you go. Bonus points. Soto's got that, Um, what is it, the tuna? It is tuna tartare. Oh. That you know what I'm talking about? That's my favorite on. bite in the entire city. When they have, <laughs> oh, it's that oil-packed tuna mm-hmm. that they put the. Uh, That's what it is. That's oh, so, so good. good. It tastes like the most expensive piece of tuna that you'll ever have, like tuna salad. Yeah, that's a treat. But it's so good. It's delicate. Mm. Mm. How long is your shift today, Janelle? Um, Probably until 530. I've been here since like 5 o'clock this morning, and oh I'm going to get product right now. All right. Oh, all right. Well, we're going to let you get back to it. <laughs> Thanks for playing. Thank Good talking so to you. Yeah. Yep. Next time you're making those scones, you think about us. Mm-hmm. We'll be thinking I'm about sure you. Will. All right. See you, All Janelle. Right. Take care. See you. Bye. Bye. There she goes. Oh, what do you know? Yep. Hmm. I just keep seeing this massive traffic delay behind you, Jeff, though. Right there, it's in Richwood where oh, my 71 meets 75. Where 71 to 75 yeah. split off. It's northbound, it's but the northbound it is just stuff. causing Total havoc in the northern Kentucky area, in that area over there. All right. I guess a semi caught on fire. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.